You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, beautiful people I love. Hope everybody is doing really, really good. I am. Um, Let's see here. Trying to think if I have any updates. Not really. I've been um, keeping busy with working on my business. You know, just making some changes, making some pivots, learning new things, growing, you know, all of the things that are necessary. So not much, not much there. Um, July is going by really, really quickly and I'm loving all of the sun. So this melanin is popping. Anyway, um, let's get right into it. So I was literally having a conversation with someone today and I was mentioning something about I read that the two fruits that would really help with anxiety were cantaloupe and mangoes. And so I shared that with this person and I said, man, I just threw some mangoes out. And they responded and said, you could have put that in a smoothie. Now, the reason why I threw them out was because they were they were ripe when I bought them and I didn't eat them fast enough. So I couldn't I couldn't even put it in a smoothie, right? And drink it. But also I don't make my smoothies. I actually buy my smoothies either when I leave the gym or either I go to the same place every day to get the same smoothie, right? So I said to the person, I said, well, yeah, I couldn't drink it. You know, I couldn't put that in a smoothie. And I said, but also I don't even make my smoothies. And then they said, stop being so lazy. And I said, being lazy how? And I said, I'm curious I said, is this me being lazy or is this me understanding how I operate and honoring the way that I operate, right? So that brought me, made me think about, I can remember, this was way back, I want to say 2007, my mom and I were working together, rehabbing a property in the suburbs of Chicago. So I was the realtor. I scoped the property out, saw the equity that was in it already, knew what the resale value could be, right? And I just had the whole vision for it. And I was like, let's do it. So while we were going through it, we hiring the contractors and all this. And my mom told me, she was like, you are so lazy. All you want to do is tell people what to do and give orders, but you don't want to do any of the work. And I was like, we we hired people to do the work. Like what? Like what are what are you even talking about? I was so taken aback. So all that to say, when people call me lazy, which I still get that, right? It used to be a trigger thing. It's no longer a trigger because I have a level of self-awareness and I understand that offense, being offended is a choice, right? What offends you reveals you is what I've always heard. So I'm not offended by this person calling me lazy because we also tend to reject things, concepts, theories, you know, 
other people's perspectives that we don't understand, right? It's just human behavior and we all do it. But where I'm going with that is, this is why it is so, so, so important to know yourself and to have a level of self-awareness and to operate in the way that is going to work best for you. And so I was just sharing with the person, not because I needed to explain myself. I said, hey, for me, it's the time-money paradox. I said, I happen to value time more than I value money. So any place where I can spend money and save my time from doing something, I'm going to do it. And then they said, oh, you're fancy. And I said, I'm not fancy, but you asked me a few weeks ago if I was regular and I'm not regular, right? And so this is just understanding. So I can't tell y'all how many times I have conversations with people where I say, oh, I did this or I did that. And they say, you you paid somebody for that? Uh-huh. You know, you could have gone on YouTube Listen, I am not a YouTube University scholar. I do not have the attention span to watch YouTube videos to perfect something that I could pay somebody to do. I don't care how small or how great it is. The the size of the task is not the thing. It's just understanding that my attention span, my interest does not lie in watching YouTube videos and learning how to do something. Now, conversely, my mother, my daughter, I have a lot of people around me that that's where they go, learning stocks, learning options, learning all of that. For me, that doesn't work for me. I need to go to the person, the people, the company who can cut right to the chase and tell me what it is that I need to know so then I can take action on that. And I'm like that with I'm I'm trying to get to the result as fast as I possibly can. So if somebody else has can help me skip the line because of their own knowledge and their own wisdom, and now what they have is tried and true, I'm going to pay you for it instead of me going and trying to figure it out for myself. Now, I do believe that there are some things in our paths that are just part and parcel right up to our paths, and we just have to discover and figure some things out. But if I don't have to spend my my mental energy figuring something out or my time and I can put my money there, then I'm going to invest my money. Listen, let me tell y'all something. I, I let the lady make my smoothies. Could I go and get the ingredients to make the smoothies? Yes. I don't enjoy, I don't want to do it, right? I use I have a I can I have a blender, I have a juicer. Guess what? There's a lady whose business, she makes fresh cold pressed juice. So when I feel like I want a juice, guess what? I'm getting juices from her. Uh, what else do I outsource? Laundry, let somebody else do it, get it back nicely folded. All I have to do is put it up. Um, cleaning, cleaning lady, the cleaning people come, not because I can't clean, but because I don't want to do deep cleaning. And so the cleaning that I do is maintenance. I don't like getting and digging down in toilets and I don't have to do it. And so you may say that's lazy because you choose to do those things and you have every right to feel that way. But my whole point is that it's really, really important to understand who you are and to do the things that work for you without apology. Somebody asked me, you've been working with the trainer for a year. 
You don't think that you can go into the gym and pretty much replicate those exercises? I'm sure I could. Why don't you? Because I would rather pay the trainer so that when I go into the gym, I don't have to think. All I need to do is follow instruction. Y'all starting to see a pattern here? Any place, anywhere where I can outsource my need to think through something or figure something out, I will put my money to do that. Because you know what happens as a result? It frees up my time, but it also frees up my mind to just be. My work with people is thinking work. I have to think a lot. I have to think through things with people. Sometimes I have to think for people. I think about people a lot. So my work is thinking. So why on God's green earth do I want to have my mind filled with more stuff to think about when I can pay somebody else to do it. That's just me. Some people say, well, I'm going to do the same thing when I get to this certain point. No, for me, it's important to make decisions from where I'm going, not where I am. So these decisions, I started making these decisions before I was ever in a position to do it, really. And guess what? I got into a position to do it. So I need to make the decisions by where my life is going, not where it currently is. So I'm not going to wait until I'm a multimillionaire and now I'm outsourcing this. No, 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 no. I'm going to outsource it now so that I can create the mental capacity and the bandwidth so that those ideas ideas can flow to me and through me so that I can become the multimillionaire. Do you understand? Like there was something my um my coaches have me working on some things for business and it just wasn't coming to me. And so I was just like, you know what? Let me just back away from it. Let me go to the park for a couple of hours. Let me sit in the sun. Let me just give myself some time not to actively think, but to release my thoughts around it, to surrender my thoughts so that the ideas can come to me and through me. But you know what? I had the time to do that. You know why? Because I have other things that are outsourced. Because of the way that my schedule is set up, it supports that. So I don't know what thing you do, you're thinking about doing that probably mm, has other people maybe looking at you like, uh. so like I was even talking to um, my baby girl this morning. That's my daughter, right? We were having a conversation and she was just like, you know, I have this awareness around like how she may downplay her accomplishments, right? Or feel like she needs to be overly accommodating for certain things or for certain people who may not think the way that she and her fiance thinks or who may not be at a certain place where they are. And she said, it feels like a full-time job because it in fact is a full-time job for you to be less of yourself to accommodate more of somebody else. It's not worth it. Now, she... This conversation that she had with me today had nothing to do with the conversation I had with the other person today. But guess what? You see how they're related? She said, you know what, Ma? She said, I'm not doing it. She said, I'm just not going to do this anymore. Like playing coy or downplaying something or footing the bill for this or doing it for that because people don't have or feeling almost like this obligation to be less right? Be less than who you are, to have accomplished less than what you've accomplished to make other people feel better. I'm telling you, it's a recipe for disaster. It's a recipe for crazy town. Listen, 
whether it's it's let's talk about money, right? You can never be broke enough to make a broke person prosperous or rich, right? You can never be sick enough to make a sick person well. So why do you, why would you orient yourself or continue to orient yourself to accommodate other people and then you aren't the one that's suffering because people have an inherent problem with you being who you are, right? How did you get to where you are? People don't want to know that, right? So you don't owe people anything just being who you are because I always say that the people that are for you are for you. I applaud people who share their shine, who celebrate themselves, who love themselves thoroughly, who love themselves out loud, excuse me, like having a love affair with yourself and now you gotta you gotta keep it a secret because you choose to invest time, energy, attention, money, resources, experiences into yourself. It's not your fault that other people don't have the ability to do what it is that you can do for yourself. And if you want to talk about mindsets, scarcity mindsets will always approach things with scrutiny or approach things with jealousy or envy or try to poke holes in it or really, um, what's the word I'm trying to say? You ever seen people that they really are happy when they see other people's downfall? That all comes from scarcity. That all comes from not enoughness. But Abundance says there's more than enough for everybody. You doing great and being great has nothing to do. It does not limit or inhibit my ability to do so. If anything, if anything, I can learn from you. Not that I want to be you. What principles are you employing? What are you doing? How are you making that happen, right? What might I be able to learn from you that might help me along on my path? But a lot of times we don't do that. We choose to reject information outside of ourselves. And a lot of times we don't even understand the very thing that we reject is probably information that we need to move us further along. Let me tell y'all, do you know how much information and how many people I have encountered or engaged that I didn't necessarily care for, but I knew that they had information that can help me? So my personal discomfort or my personal dislike, if you will, for their style or for their approach, guess what? That was secondary to the information that I needed to help me get my life on a different track, right? There's something called the genius principle that I discovered in a class that I used to teach. And it said, the genius learns from everybody. The genius learns from everybody. You learn what to do, what not to do, but you are always postured as a student. And so I feel like life is my classroom. There is not a person that I come across, that I see, that I follow, that I engage with, that I don't learn something from them that I can apply to my own life, that I'm gonna either be like, you know what? This feels resonant with me. And so I want to do this or I never want to do this. Whatever it is, I'm I'm a genius. I'm going to posture myself as that genius and I'm going to learn. And so 
I'm always going to become better by what I'm either not doing or what I am doing. And a lot of it comes from observation. I, there's a lot of people around me that, not around me like in my, my inner circle, I wouldn't even call it a circle, it's probably more like a half moon, but there's a lot of people around me that I don't personally care for. I don't personally need to care for people to learn from them, okay? If I learn that they have principles and they have things that are working and, 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 it's, and it's taking their life in the direction that I want mine to go, run me that information. I don't have time for personal jealousy and all of these other things, right? I don't. And here's the other thing. Jealousy is is human. If I feel jealous about something, I'm going to dig into that and be like, okay, that is an indicator that this is something that I desire. Why don't I have it? What is holding me back from getting it? As, As opposed to jealousy being tied towards a person, right? Towards wanting, coveting what another person has or what another person is doing. It's not that. I use it as an indicator to say, hey, there's something here that I desire that is not currently in my life. Let me unpack that a little bit. But my whole point and all of that where I was going from, from the beginning of know yourself. Whoever said to thine own self be true in modern day language, be true to you, right? That is so, so, so important because otherwise people, you're going to constantly be shifting and making changes and challenges to make people comfortable, and it is not your responsibility to do so. It actually stems from a very codependent pattern where you make yourself responsible uh, for other people's comfort or discomfort, right? You making yourself responsible for other people. And you know what you're saying as a result? This person doesn't have the ability to handle my success or to handle this or to handle that. And so let me be a different, more diminished version of me so this person can feel better. Make that make sense. You and your little righteous place. Like, okay, let me diminish myself. Let me play coy. Let me be humble. All of this stuff that we've been taught that just doesn't work. Um, there's a girl, she cracks me up on um, on um, Facebook that I follow because she, she always have uh, Black men and Black women in an uproar over what she's talking about, about relationships. Her name is Nico Cherie on Facebook if y'all want to follow her. But... Um, Now, where was I going with this? Oh, she was breaking down. She was talking about being humble um, yesterday. And she ain't the first that said it. Drake is like, you know, uh, what did he say? Being humble? Something about being humble. I can't remember what it was. Um, My rap lyrics ain't flowing today. But she was just talking about how this... In a nutshell, how this thing about humility has us acting as if we're less than, lower than, the same thing me and daughter were talking about, downplaying and diminishing who we are, right? And so a lot of that comes from religion. If y'all came from from the Bible, you know, you your grandma, great-grandma, them, how you was raised and all that is always like be humble. And so anytime you start to feel good about yourself, feel well about yourself, speak well about yourself, speak well about your accomplishments, it's like that little nagging thing that's like stay humble. Do you know how many people in my life I've had to say stay humble, call me Aaron, again, my own father, are you a narcissist? Like all of these things because I have chosen to learn me 
and to love me out loud and to love me thoroughly and to keep loving me thoroughly, right? And people have a problem with that because it's not something that we see regularly. I have chosen to be good to myself, to be kind to myself, to be compassionate and gracious to myself, right? And because a lot of us don't come from that, we've inherited patterns and habits that we are not good to ourselves. And so when we see another person who is good to themselves, who actually likes themselves, don't don't really love yourself and is genuine and authentic, a lot of time it triggers us. But it triggers us in a way so that we become reactive towards them instead of saying, wow, how can I get there? You see what I'm saying? That it is it is so crazy to me. And so I'm like, girl, love yourself out loud. You know, I know we have that self-love is the best love type stuff. You know, that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about when you do it for real, you don't have to say a word about it. Your presence, how you live, how you show up will, will show people how you care for you. I'm not talking about like external things. I'm talking about the energy, but how you move, right? How you react, how you respond or how you don't. Like that will speak volumes. And so... I really feel like we do a disservice when we are less than, less than who we really are. Like, my daughter, I know the truth about her for real. And people will be like, well, she's really humble. And um, even my mom will sometimes say, well, you know, I like the underdog and I and I like so-and-so, so-and-so because they're humble. Humble, humility in this regard means they're pretty quiet about their accomplishments. Like they don't they don't really speak a lot about their accomplishments or about what they do. And a lot of times for people, people like that. I personally like it when people share what it is that they do and they share the impact of what they do and they share the magnitude of what it is that they do. That doesn't bother me. And I don't think that it means that they lack humility. I don't call that arrogant. Arrogance is baseless. A lot of times when people are arrogant, there is no real substance, right? It's a facade. It's a fictitious persona to hide a deep, deep rooted insecurity. So speaking well of yourself, I have so many people tell me, um, Letitia, I'm, I'm okay with confidence, but I really don't want to be arrogant. And I'm like, um, listen, um, let's err on the side of confidence, okay? Because most people that have a fear of being seen as arrogant, they're not going to come over. They're not going to come across as arrogant. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you have a fear of being arrogant, more than likely, you're not going to come across as being arrogant. But here's the thing. So what if you do? So what if you come across and people perceive you as being arrogant? The right people are going to rock with you. I can't say that enough. Listen, for the wrong person, you can do no right. For the right person, you can do no wrong. They're going to rock with you anyway, right? Like my clients and the people that are, that are around me, I can see them. I can see them on their best days. I can see them of their worst My fuck with them barometer does not change, does not move an inch, does not move a needle because of how they're showing up on any given day because I I really mess with them in real life, right? Seriously. So if you don't have, you have people that they're 
level of relationship with you changes when you become more of yourself, that's exactly what should happen. Because I read the other day that everything happens perfectly. If you being you causes your relationships to shift, perfect. Everything happens perfectly. Everything happens perfectly. If you and I are in relationship and you change and it brings up reaction to me in me, guess what? That's an invitation for me to do some growth, some reflection, and some healing, and vice versa. So I'm so serious. Like, so, you know, I started off talking about why um, stop being lazy. Listen, I've gotten that so many times in my life, and I'm over it. Like, when I was on vacation with my friends a couple of months ago, they're like, okay, let us serve you because you're sitting up just like a pampered princess. And thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate all that y'all do because y'all know what? If this, this is a real conviction of mine. I said this so many times before. I'm not into the hustling and the hustle and grind culture. I'm not into having a hard life. I'm not into struggle life, into struggle love, starting from the bottom now we here. No, 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 no. I've grown enough so that I'm looking for and into and inviting grace and ease and softness and love. And and guess what? Guilt-free abundance. I'm not going to feel guilty about having an abundance of anything. Abundance does not simply mean money. An abundance of time, an abundance of money, an abundance of resources, an abundance of opportunities, an abundance of connections, an abundance of love. I won't apologize for having guilt-free abundance. That's the space where I'm in. And so people will say lazy, entitled, narcissist, arrogant. People have every right to feel how they feel about me and about, you know, how I roll. Just like I reserve the right to feel how I feel. But the difference is, guys, a lot of times when we get this from people, we internalize it and then we shrink back. I was actually having a conversation with a client a few weeks ago and I had just, I was just applauding her for how she's just like showing up, taking up space, like really standing in her power. And I thought it's so beautiful, right? I thought it was so beautiful just to see how she's just blossoming and someone gave her feedback and 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 made her kind of you know really really think about it and the first reaction is to like shrink back like you're doing too much and so to that I say you're not doing too much do more you're not doing too much maybe they're not doing enough just do more but never allow those things they usually come from people whose opinion you value from people who are close to you but don't let that deter you because somebody is watching somebody is paying attention somebody is inspired and motivated and invited actually to live a better life because of how you're showing up and if they don't see you and they don't personally know you how would they know how would they know how will they know, right? People always say one person can change the world. Yeah, you can by just sharing your shine, just like sharing your perspective, you know? Like so, somehow it's, 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 it's a real shitty thing to me that we've been made to feel guilty about achieving goals or guilty about 
just having things that we desire guilty because you're not struggling and and so many people are struggling guilty because maybe you're prospering and everybody is um you know afraid in a recession don't do it don't do it don't do it stand your ground be you Live loud, love loud, be good to you, take care of you, and let it show. I'm telling y'all, just just the, the world needs more of what you're doing, not less. The world needs more of it. We see dumb shit every day, all day, right? And people gravitate to that. But there are a people who are looking for someone, who are looking for light. They're tired of darkness and they're looking for light and they're looking for light to help them out of the darkness. And you just letting your light shine through your accomplishments, through speaking well of yourself, through sharing things, things that are familiar to you that mean nothing to you. It can be just the light that somebody else needs, right? Because in my mind, this is just me. What is a life if it's not if it's not in service and of service? Like what is life if it's not really in service to other people? Not lived for other people, but in service to other people. Not responsible for other people, but responsible to other people to share our beautiful shine. I love each and every one of y'all. Go boldly, confidently, speaking well, living well, being well, doing well, and just keep it up.